Welcome and thanks for tuning in to Real People, Real Talk. Relevant conversations that take you from surviving to thriving. This is the podcast that goes there. My name is Paul Calco and I'm your host. Now let's talk. Hello, Thriver, and welcome to Real People, Real Talk, the podcast ministry that helps you to thrive in your walk with the Lord, to thrive in your relationships, and to thrive in your mental health. And I'm joined today by my lovely wife, Ariel. Hola, como estas? Today's episode is all about thriving in your relationships. We will have practical tips for those that are single and looking to be married one day, as well as practical tips for married people. Yes, and before we get to the content at hand, we are going to read a listener review. And this is from Cassie. And she says, I've been listening to this podcast for a few months and I love it. It's such a great way for me to start my day and just feel with such gems. Everything is explained in a way that is easily applicable. And I love the transparency. I especially look forward to the episodes with you and your wife. So thank you so much, Cassie, for leaving that review. And that is a great idea to have my wife on even more. And so, Bay, what do you think about that review? I agree. I think I should be on here every time. Just kidding. <laughs> you can be on as much as you want. And so to the, my dear listener, if you could just take 60 seconds right now and leave us a rating and review and let us know what you think about real people, real talk. Thank you in advance. All right, babe, let's get to it. Would you be so kind to introduce our guests? Sure. Welcome Donatello and Erikius Pittman. They have been married for eight years, nine years on June 22nd, which is also our anniversary. Yes, Don and I were groomsmen in each other's wedding. We did ministry together at Mississippi College called Lighthouse Ministry. Shout out to the Lighthouse Ministry fam. And we also played intramural basketball together. So all that to say, welcome to the Real People Real Talk podcast, Mr. and Mrs. Pittman. Hello, people. Hey, it's good to be with you guys today. I'm looking forward to the Real People Real Talk. Let's get the show on the mode. All right. So tell us your love story how did y'all meet who fell in love first and then donatello once you tell your side we're gonna get the right side <laughs> bias <laughs> well i would say that our side are implicit of the same uh we we met at walmart um some years ago i was working at walmart uh you know doing my thing you know doing my thing as i always do and she came by and i was like dang that's a little bad little mama right there you know <laughs> You know, so this was, this was kind of before my, you know, my ministry days. So, you know, I was a little more, uh, a little rough around the edges. Uh, we can say that. So she walked by, you know, and I said, hey, hey, how you doing? Uh, can I help you, you know? And she looked at me. I said, dang. I said, you got some beautiful eyes, miss. Uh, she said, well, thank you. And I, you know, asked, can I, you know, can, can I help her with some, you know? And I, you know, before she left, though, you know, I said, hey. Uh, you know, mind if I get your number? You no, know, we can get to know each other a little better, you know. And, uh, you know, that's how we met. That was that started everything from there. Um, but have to say that we both were seeing each other, uh, seeing different people at the time. So we only became friends. Uh, what really started our relationship was actually years later. Uh, I was heading to the Philippines and uh, she sent me an inbox. Yeah, she she messaged me. <laughs> <laughs> she sent me an inbox. Uh, I actually didn't see it till like um, a month later. 
<laughs> but she she mentioned me, uh, and so she asked, uh, you know, what's up? I said, hey, I ain't talked to you in a long time. And uh, we started talking. I asked on a date. And uh, from there, we on the, that, that first date, first date, that was our first date, even while we were friends. And uh, from there, man, the rest is, as they say, history. That's right. Um, I will add that, of course, he say my beautiful eyes, but I had him blue, I, well, teal contacts. And so he was like, are those your real eyes? And I was like, yes, I paid for them. And so he started laughing. <laughs> and uh, so I was like, you know, like he said, we were in, both in relationships. So when he asked for my number, I was like, well, I'm kind of in and out of a relationship right now. So not for sure, you know, about giving you my number. And he was like, well, I'm kind of on the same spectrum of that. And so I was like, okay, well, if we good with being friends, then you can get my number. So, um, got my number. He called me that night. We talked all night that night, literally went to sleep on the phone together. And then we was friends for about four years, just talking on and off the phone, seeing each other at Walmart. And then finally he came to his senses right before he went to the Philippines. Mm -hmm. And like he said, I did message him first. Um, and he finally, I think it was more of two months than one month, but he finally did respond back. And, um, we went on our first date right before he went to the Philippines. I was starting nursing school. And when he came back from the Philippines, um, he decided that he wanted to go to his ex first, but after he left the ex that, that week, that night, however it happened about two weeks after he came back from the Philippines, he called me and the rest is history. History in the making. All right. <laughs> so the title of this episode is Happily Ever After. But this is Real People Real Talk. And we want to give our dear listener a full realistic view of marriage. So with that being said, could y'all tell us what are some of the hard parts of marriage? One of the hardest things I believe in marriage is communicating. Um, of course, we all talk. To each other, we're married, but being able to communicate effectively with your spouse about everything because we are building a relationship. So we need to be able to communicate about everything, you know, the good, the bad, the shameful, the nasty, you know, whatever it is, you need to be able to, to talk to your spouse about that. Your spouse should be like your best friend, literally your best friend. And we all know we tell our best friends everything. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the most important things in marriage is communicate. And a lot of people struggle with that. And to add on that communicative uh, topic there, uh, it's, it's important to be open while you communicate. A lot of times the guy or either the, uh, the, the, the female wants to take control of the, the community, the uh, communication or, or the, the feedback from each other, but you have to, you have to when communicate with each other. You have to give the other person time to speak. And so you have to allow them to actually speak and hear out what they have to say, whether it's good or bad information, uh, something that make you feel down or something to make you feel up. Mm -hmm. You have to uh, give them time to speak their side and uh, and make sure uh, when they pause or done speaking, say, oh, "Okay, are you finished? Mm -hmm. uh, can I can I know can I can I give my my side now?" And uh, and that way, you know, that you'll hear that whole thought instead of cutting the person off, not allowing them to finish. You know, uh, that's one thing that we really work 
really effective at, uh, at in our communicating skills. Uh, we allow each other to finish the, you know, what you have to say. I mean, hear your whole thought. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna cut you off. I'm let you finish, and that way I'm open to listen. If it's hard, you know, it might hurt me, but I'm still listening and uh, try to change whatever she say that may make me better. Oh, uh, you know, or, or worse. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that definitely helps when you get into arguments with each other um not cutting each other off is a big deal it's a big thing in marriage you Mm -hmm. have to be able to listen no matter how mad you're getting while they're talking and i know it's kind of rough because you want to be able to say whatever you feel right then to whatever they said but it's really important when you're arguing to take time to listen to each other's side before you know um you just go back and forth Mm, that's good that's real good. Y'all dropping some nuggets already. I can't wait. We just get into it and I can't wait. I would say uh, the second uh, struggle with, with marriage would be, of course, financially. Uh, in the finances, in the finance department. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people struggle with who's in control of the money. Mm-hmm. You know, who's, who's money? Is, is this my money? Is this your money? Is it our money? You know, and uh, but I think the best way we do it uh, now, I, it may be a better solution, uh, but I'm going to tell you the best way that we manage, um, because I think so many uh, couples get into arguments and get into very, you know, fist fights over over the finances, you know, and uh, when when we first got married, I knew I was unmanageable with the finances department. Keep it real. And so, my wife, on the other hand, is very organized. She 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 got it down to the T. And so right right off the bat, you know, uh, I said, "Well, baby, uh, I'll let you do the finances part. Um, you know, I'll let you handle the finance. Make sure all the bills get paid. Make sure everything get you know uh, all the money is there that need to be there. And so if it's not there, you make sure you let me know. You know, and so I can put that money where it needs to be." And that way she dealt with all the bills. I ain't have to worry about being late. We never, in all the nine years we've been married, uh, we never been, we never miss a bill, never been late on well. Nice. Let me say this. We had the finances. <laughs> now that we was late, she just forgot to pay. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we never we always had the finances because of our uh, uh, because we had an organized finances. Uh she you know she let that organize. Uh, but uh, when it comes to your money and uh, you know my money thing, uh, we say that you know it's it, it's our money. We we never really say it's uh, your money or our money. Now, don't get me wrong. We do have things where we do on our own. But at the end of the day, if the bills not there, the money not there for the bills, then we both in. If one short, if we don't got it, hey, we both we both sharing on the load uh, mm-hmm. to make sure. And then if we want to do something extra to go out with the friends, to go out, whatever it may be, uh, then we'll, we'll, if you ain't got it, here you go. Now, this your money. You go do what you want to do. If, if I ain't got it, here you go, baby. You know, and so it's, it's sharing both ways. And once she gives me go do my fun now, I, I got my little money that I can do my own thing with. At the end of the day, we want to make sure that the bills are paid. Uh, make sure that we don't fall behind. We, we that kind of couple that like to stay ahead, so... And that's what we do when it comes to finances. And I'll let my wife share her part on that part, on that topic. I feel like he basically basically covered everything. Um, that's basically how we work. Whatever the bills are, you know, we sit down um, yearly 
and make sure that we're making enough money to cover our bills, especially if we're going to look into doing something new like buying a vehicle. We'll sit and say, okay, let's go by finances right now. And we'll make sure all the bills that we have now are able to be paid financially from both of us working. And if we have maybe say a few extra dollars that we can say, okay, well, we can afford this every month. Then Mm -hmm. we'll go ahead and get something. But we never try to jump into getting something new without making sure the bills that we already have um, are covered. And plus, you know, we have a son too. So we have to be able to have money for uh, extracurricular activities and things for him that he need also. And uh, just to add one more thing onto that, um, I think it's also important uh, for us is when we do job change, job change, create new, new value of money, uh, new sources of money, new income. And so when we do that uh, for my, for instance, my wife has sickle cell. And so there's a lot of time that she's not able to work at all. Uh, But there's time that she is able to work. And so every time that she's not able to work, we have to go in and reevaluate. Uh, and so that we have to cut off some things, uh, or, 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 you know, or see how we can add some things in, uh, or do I have to go and find another job, you know, because at the end of the day, I'm in the man of the house. And so if she's not able to work then I might have to do something to add on, uh, mm-hmm. income, uh, just to make sure that she's okay. Make sure that we okay as a couple and make sure that our bills okay. And also when we, it's time for vacation, which all of us need, by the way, right. uh, when it's time for vacation. Yeah. We, we make sure that we save in advance. Mm-hmm. Uh, we save, uh, it, we plan out the vacation first to see how much it's going to cost us. Because as we say, bills come first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we make sure that when we take this vacation, are we still able to pay all the bills uh, in advance? And so if we are, how much can we take out to put back for this vacation that we got coming up? And uh, we usually plan at the beginning of the year. So right now we have planned like, four different vacations for the summer and throughout the end of the year. And so we already saving, put money back for those vacations to make sure that we have enough money to enjoy ourselves and the bills still get paid. <laughs> you don't want to go on vacation just like, okay, well, we're going on this vacation. It's time to just spend whatever you want to spend. We're going to have fun, do whatever you want to do. No, you have to give yourself a limit. So even when you're on vacation, because like he said, we take more than one vacation a year. Mm -hmm. So we have to give ourselves a spending limit. Okay, we already know how much the room going to be. If we get a rental car, we know how much that's going to be. We put gas in there. And then we also make sure that if we're planning on going somewhere like to the mall or food and all the other stuff, we go ahead and plan. And and definitely like stuff like the mall, we'd be like, okay, this this is a certain amount of money that we're going to spend at the mall. We're not going to spend no more than this. So you know, that helps you choose wisely on what you spend and what you buy when you get to the mall because you already know that you got a certain amount that you can spend. And we don't and we try our best not to go over those limits. Yep. And y'all are right on the money as we're talking about. Y'all have mentioned communication. Y'all have mentioned finances. I think those are two great areas to to really succeed in if you really want to live a happily ever after. I agree. I mean, I forgot that the question was asking about the hard parts of marriage because they made it sound so good. They spent that thing, man. <laughs> they made it sound so yes. good. I was like, I forgot we was talking about the hard parts of marriage. Golly. Okay, okay. Let and that really that. speaks to perspective. Right. And like some of these things, like communication and finances can be hard. Yeah. But what is your perspective on it? And are you willing to put in the work and the, the humility so you can work through things like that? That's good. That's real good. Thank you. 
That was real good, y'all. That was real good. We're going to keep on going. We're going to keep on going. All right. So now that you, well, we pretty much just opened up a segue into it because we ended off talking about traveling. So the next question is, how do you have fun as a couple? Having fun as a couple. Uh, For us, taking trips, um, doing things, you know, that we both enjoy doing and also, uh, Date nights, you gotta have the date yes, nights. Yes, love it. Uh, and so that's that's some things that we really like doing uh, for fun, uh, and also uh, sex. Uh, I, I would have to say, and not only just sex, but talking about it uh, together, see how we can make it better. Because uh, we are very open uh, in those realms, so we like to actually communicate and see how can we how can we appreciate and how can we make sure that each other is taken care of sexually. So, and that's really, man, it's, it's awesome. I have to say, so. Real people. And um, I would have to say kind of what our fun nights um, or trips or date nights are. Um, we go out to eat, we go to the movies, we go bowling, we go skating. Um, those are some things that we both enjoy. When we first got married, Donatello was a Marvel guy. Of course, I'm a girl, so went too into Marvel, but of course, that's something he likes to do. So if he likes to do it, then I want to try to get into something that he likes to do too. It don't always, you don't want your fun to be one-sided. You mm-hmm. want both of you guys to enjoy whatever you're doing. So um, I start watching some Marvels and, and I love Marvel now. So anything come out, I'm like, oh, you see that new Marvel movie coming out? <laughs> so you know, we'll go see it. And my grandma always say, y'all stay at the movies. Y'all love that. <laughs> but yes, that is something that we really enjoy. And, um, and a date night sometimes could be simple as just doing like a little picnic on the reservoir mm-hmm. down, you know, at the reservoir with the water and watching the sun go down mm-hmm. and just eat some sandwiches, you know, from home. Date nights don't always have to be expensive. Right. Um, we could consider a date night just me and him without Elijah at home watching a movie. Yep. And then, you know, uh, after the movie, we might go have sex. Like he said, we both enjoy that. So it's fun. Whatever we do and everything we do, we try to make sure that we equally enjoy it. And uh, just to speak off uh, on, on her on that, uh, it's funny because when we first got to marry, uh, it was a lot of things that we both was kind of in awkward on. Uh, we wasn't equal. We didn't meet equal ends on it. Uh, but we learned through communicating, uh, which we just spoke about. Uh, we learned to try new things that the other person may not like. Yeah, you that's know, good. Uh, she she's, wasn't a, a totally outside person. You know, I, I'm, 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 the, I'm the forest man. You know, I, I, you can call me a survivor. Nice. <laughs> you know, uh, you know I, 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 I did two tours in the, in the Philippines living in the mountains. Uh, we stayed in tents and that was fun for me. Uh, and, but for her, on the other hand, that's like, uh, bullshit, you know, I don't want to do all that, you know. And so, but through communicate, we learn uh, to try new date, different dates, and man, through them trying them out, we found out it was some things out there that we actually enjoyed doing together that neither of us thought that we would actually like to do together. But by uh, being open about it and trying out and seeing what's, what does she like, and she actually opened up to see what I like, and we meeting in the middle, it, it worked out, and we have some great date nights, like she say outside just walking through the forest or something just walking looking at the, the bulls and the, making the noise the stars <laughs> <laughs> making the noise 
I love that so much. I'm glad that I know a lot of times in church when it comes to sex, you want to be hush hush. But I'm so glad that y'all brought that up because I saw this quote um, that says that the devil will do all that he can to get you to have sex when you're not married. Mm. And the devil will also do all that he can to get you to not have sex when you are married. But that's one of the ways that you become one physically and emotionally and mentally. And so for the married people out there, like it shouldn't, I'm not going to put a time frame on it, but if you see yourself going days and weeks without getting it in, you need to get it in. Because that's the way that you become one. The Bible says that the bed is undefiled. So when you are man and woman, get it in. Amen. Get it in. <laughs> well, let's turn this conversation vertical. Um, what does it look like to keep God first in your marriage? For us um, to keep God first in our marriage is making sure that God is the core, the center of our marriage. Preach. And in order to do that, we both have to make sure that God is first in our lives. And my husband always throw up the triangle um, with Jesus being at the top and then we at the corners of the triangle. And so the closer that we get to God individually, the closer that we become towards God and towards each other. So just like in the corners of the triangle, they're the farthest out, but at the top is God. So if you're meeting at the top, then you meet together. And so you're joined by God and Mm -hmm. also your spouse. And so that's one thing we try to do daily devotions, try to pray together, try to make sure that each other is doing well spiritually. If someone is struggling, you know, we try to talk about that. Um, Let's see what we need to do to try to work this thing out because we don't want neither one of us to fall spiritually because if we if we fall individually, then our marriage will start to crumble. And uh, just to add on to that, um, the Bible says, you know, uh, if you are fasting, even if you are fasting and, and, and your spouse become in need, you know, you got to stop your fast to please your wife or your husband. Um, and so even in a social way, we make sure that God is the core. And so but like I say, my wife got sickle cells. So how does that look when 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 she's sick and I'm, I'm in need <laughs> or or, you know, if I'm out of town and, yeah, you know, things, and so but we 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 try different avenues to make sure that we are, are each other, we both are satisfied uh, to make sure that God get the glory out of it. Mm-hmm. Because we don't want to go outside of, you know, each other and do things that could father, you know, tore us apart. Like we say, the triangle, um, Jesus at the top and we at the bottom. But it, it, as, as we go closer, we get to God. But it's one Start to venture and one go. See, if one go to God and other start to venture. Guess what? You are, you are drawing farther from each other. Mm-hmm. And so, and so, if if y'all is not going together, or one just stay here, he's just or one going and one is just plat two. Guess what? You're still getting farther from each other. And so, it's not just about going going and one one getting out of Jesus and other was not. Both of them have to get it. And so, as we both grow, then we both draw closer to each other, and we both draw closer to God. And we do this through, you know, prayer, devotional, as my wife said, uh, communicating about the, the ups and downs of life, even talking about the good things in life, because just as many good things in life, you know, of course, there's a lot of bad things. But we also got to talk about those good things so that we can encourage each other to continue the good road, uh, because a lot of time my wife always encourages me. 
uh, when when she can't work and I'm, I'm, I'm out there slaving, you know, my, your brother slaving. And, you know, she's like, oh, baby, you're doing such a good job. You providing for us, you know. But she do it in such a way that I always like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, <laughs> you know. And so it, it gives me that courage to get back up in the morning like, hey, let's go do it again. You know, and so and so we have to we, we have to not try to down talk each other. Uh, make sure that we always lifting each other up. Negative can bring some arguments and arguments can bring problems and problems can bring separation. Mm -hmm. And so we don't want none of those to happen. And so we got to make sure that we are uplifting each other. We are picking each other up. And uh, through those, I always throwing in some good Christian advice from the Bible because <laughs> that's the key to life. So make sure that we always putting those in and uh, reminding each other that what Jesus did, give, give me each other examples of Jesus. Uh, Cause you know, she always talks about suffering um, because of her sickness. And I like, baby, I ain't going to lie to you. You know, I, I would like to be, you know, good to you, but I, I just got to tell you what the Bible says, you know, and I, and I had to tell you, you know, we are not promised not to suffer, but in fact, the Bible speaks more of suffering, you know, as yeah. Christian, we suffer more. And so I have to always, I say it in an encouraging way that, oh, it's, it's okay to suffer. You know, it's okay to suffer. But with Jesus Christ, we're going to make it through. Uh, we're going to make through the suffering. We're going to pull it through. Now, we, that's not saying it's going to be easy, but together we can make it easier. <laughs> and so that's how we work through that, uh, keeping God first and making sure that he's the core of our marriage. That was so rich and so good. So to the couples that's listening, to the to people that are married, I want to encourage you to take time to study God's word together. Um, take time to pray together. Uh, make sure you go to church together and you worship together. And then, of course, like on your own, like, for example, me and my wife, I need to have my own personal relationship with the Lord. I need to be in God's word. I need to be praying. My wife needs to do the same thing. But we also need to do that together because the Bible tells us that we need to become one. Mm -hmm. And one of the ways that we become one spiritually is through praying together, get into God's word together. So we really want to encourage you to do that. They already said it best. Like the closer you get to God, the closer that both of y'all get to God, the closer y'all would inevitably get to one another. I agree. All right, y'all. So at this point, you need to stop the podcast, right? You need to go back to the beginning. You need to get your pencil or your pen, your paper, because they gave so many nuggets. So if you're driving your car, right, you can finish listening to the episode. But when you get home, I'm going to need you to go back and listen to this episode and write all this stuff down. Because if I had a piece of paper over here, I'd be writing it down. I'm going to have to go back and write it down myself. It's just that good. So I'm going to need y'all to go back and Get you some notes on because they dropping some nuggets on here. They dropping some nuggets. I know Donatello the preacher, but I almost had a shadow. Whoa, oh, glory. I almost <laughs> had crazy. a shadow on E. Oh, glory. Okay. Let me get it together. <laughs> Let me get it together. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to break it off and see what are some practical tips we can give the wives and what are some practical tips we can give the husbands. So to start us off, because Ladies are first. Amen. Amen. Um, so what are some practical tips that you can give the wives as it relates to having a great marriage? My advice would be um, to always communicate 
that's 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 a, a big one in marriages to to communicate. Um, number one, keep God first always. We need to keep God first. That's the only way that you're going to be able to survive marriage because we are two totally separate different people trying to get to know each other. So you have to keep God first in order to get through the hard times. And um, another thing is when you get upset and when you get mad. You should never use sex as a punishment for your husband. That's not right. And that's not fair to him because you two are in this together at all times. Mm -hmm. So if one is in major need, then that needs to be done because you don't want your spouse to go out because you're all mad and trying to use that as punishment. Um, that That's that's definitely a no-no in marriage. We don't want to punish our husbands like that. Um, make sure you keep your appearance up. I know when you get married, you're like, I got him now, but you, that, your husband still want to see you look good. Yeah. Like when you first met, you know, if you get your hair done, get your hair done. If you do get your nails and your toes, get your toes and nails done. Make sure you buy your new outfits. Um, when you're going out on date nights, make sure you, you know, you get your little sexy dress or a sexy outfit. Make sure you keep it spicy in the bedroom. Um, always keep that up. You don't want the bedroom to fail either. So, you know, um, get you some lingerie, just make sure you, you know, satisfy your husband when it comes to that. And you definitely need to communicate about that. And I know that can get a little rough sometimes as women is trying to talk to our husband about if we're pleasing them or not, but you would not regret it. If you communicate about it, um, just sit your feelings to the side and just see what you can do to make your marriage better. But those are my main things I feel like um, we should we as women should do in marriages. Very well said. And so on the opposite side, Donatello, talk to the husbands and the future husbands out there. Like what tips would you give them as it relates to having a great marriage? For the guys, uh, I'm a feedback on a little bit of what she said, but I'm going to go some different specimens as well. Uh, of course, number one, as, as, as she said, keep God first. Um, um, we we are stringed together, but uh, if guys in the mid in the middle of the string, uh, the string is harder to to tear. Uh, it's, it's harder to rip. It's more tough. It's more more doable. And so, but there there gonna be some times in your marriage where you may not like your wife the way you thought you did. You may not love her the way you thought you did. And so, and that's when you need God. Uh, God gonna step in, and uh, because of you know how to love God, uh, you know the love of God, then you gonna know how to love her uh, in a godly way. I mean, you have to sacrifice just a little bit. Uh, so, but learning that is 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 very important. Uh, communicating as uh, I know, guys, as guys, we 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 don't communicate as well. Uh, we we're not very open at times, uh, and we have to be open. We have to allow our we uh, our wives to, to hear our feelings, to know how we feel, and we don't like to talk about our feelings. Uh, but you, you have to open up about them sometimes because the only way they're going to help you get better if you open up and tell them how you actually feel. And so um, you don't have to, you know, I ain't going to cry anyway. I ain't never cry. <laughs> but, but you don't have to tear up and, and talk about your feelings. You can still be a man and talk about your feelings. Uh, but uh, but if God start working in now, I can't promise you won't cry. <laughs> God took your brother up one time. <laughs> But but make sure that you open uh, be open about your, your downs. What's hard? 
uh, what you're not pleased about, you know. Also, try to help your wife at home. Um, you know, a lot of guys, uh, you, you got this mentality that you are in control uh, because somewhere we got it mixed up in the Bible as the head, what the head actually mean. Uh, the head of house don't mean that you are in control of the house. It just means that you are a spiritual lead, uh, the God. And so you are bringing, you are the one in control of bringing the family closer to God. But don't mean you tell your wife everything that she have to do and everything that must be done in the house. Come on. Uh, that, that's something that you both share. And so you share that that role together because unlike the biblical days or unlike way back in the time, wives nowadays sometimes make more than the, the, the brothers. Wives sometimes work harder than the brothers do. And so we have to be considerate of what our wife are doing. Now, uh, even if she is a at-home mom, uh, because <laughs> I don't know, y'all may have not have kids. If you have kids, you will learn very quickly that being a a a, a dad that takes care of those kids is very difficult without the moms. <laughs> You're gonna find out very quicker than you think. And so being an at-home mom, if you got a lot of kids, baby, that is a hard job. And so be sure to give your wife a break. Uh be sure to give her a break from the kids. Be sure to let her relax. Uh and also help her with chores. Uh if if it if it if it helps, make sure that both of you guys talk about the chores and see. Do you guys need to share that role uh, just to get something off of her to make her help relax, man, rub her body, make her make her feel well, make her feel love. Also, guys, uh, make sure that you uh, do appreciate your wife uh, verbally. Make sure that she hear you say it. Make sure you hear you say, I love you, baby. Make sure you sure, uh, hear her know how appreciate you are of her uh, because she don't know you appreciate it, baby. Hmm, somebody will. Right. Hmm. Tell him. Uh, <laughs> if, baby, if, if she ain't hearing it from you, I, I promise you, if she's attractive and my wife, some other guys out there telling her everything she want to hear. <laughs> uh, and, and she could be at the gas station trying to pump some gas. That's how I be. They, they don't, don't care. care. Yeah. They don't care. And he'll walk up and say, baby, <laughs> what's up? They'll you see know? the ring and still try to talk. Still. That's crazy out there. <laughs> Hey, is he doing what he need to do at home? Because I can do it, baby. <laughs> so make sure that you are doing what you need to be doing at home so the other guys don't have to do it, baby. Uh, so make sure uh, you keep those advices. In, um, uh, and also the, the, the biggest thing I do want to say is, is not be don't be prideful. Uh, men are, are, can be very prideful. Uh, you, you, you cannot be prideful. Be humble. Uh, now, it's, it's a time that you, you can pursue uh have a little bit of pride like you know sports sometimes you know how we are you know we can be bold you know but when when it's to your wife and y'all are talking don't be prideful enough to hold things in uh make sure that you let them out don't be prideful enough to say your wife can't do this and can't do that um if you hold on to her too much then you're actually putting her in chains Mm -hmm. and um and uh, we 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 trying to serve a guy who break change. We don't want to put them in right, change that guys already that. broken. And so uh, make sure that you give them that freedom. And uh, that's another thing that comes with communicating. Uh, and so when you're out with your buddies, she want to be out with her her ladies too. Uh, and so make sure you talk about those things and don't uh, let that jealousy come in between it. So y'all 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 talk about that jealousy. Talk about the things that you don't like. And another thing, another trap. Uh, that could trap you guys is if you got friend girls in the beginning of your marriage and she got friend guys and y'all don't talk about 
what the other person like and and what can and what cannot be done in your marriage. If you don't create them boundaries at the beginning, I, I promise you they will come back and bite you in your, you know what, your mm. your back your back bottom. <laughs> they will come and bite you hard like a pit bull. They will lock on. <laughs> and so make sure that you create those boundaries at the beginning. Uh, don't wait. Uh, make sure you talk about them. Uh, don't because I know ladies uh, sometimes you're like, oh, he had them friends. You know, he going to be all right. But once you, as time passed, that jealousy will build up mm. uh, because you're close to those friends or you don't feel as close. And it's the same way with the guy. Oh, oh she good, man. That, man, she's been with him since I don't know how long. Huh. As time passed, those those jealousy build up. So make sure you create those boundaries at the beginning and don't let them come and, and lock on to you like a pit bull. My brother, that's all mm. I can tip for you today. <laughs> So many practical words of wisdom and gems in that. And that is the heartbeat behind Real People Real Talk. We don't want to just tell you what to do, but we want to tell you how to do it. Yeah. And so Donatello, Erikius, thank you guys so much just for keep keeping it real and being honest. And like I said, honestly, like this the practicality of what y'all said was helping us out in our marriage. Right. And as husbands, the things that I would add to that, I want to encourage you, because Donatello hit the nail on the head, man. Like when the Bible tells us that we are the head of the house, I mean, we are the spiritual leaders. That doesn't mean we need to be dominated in control and tell our wives what to do, but we need to lead them. We need to serve. And so if you look up and it's been a whole week since the last time you grabbed your wife's hand and pray, that's not your wife's fault. That's your fault. You need to lead out um, spiritually. If y'all haven't been on a date in a, in a month and if it's for financial reasons, you know, you're good. But if you have, if you have the means to go on a date and you haven't been on a date in a month, that's not your wife's fault. That's your fault. So once again, lead, serve, take initiative. Um, don't just love your wife, but cherish her. Man, shower her with compliments. You may think, well, she know that I love her. She know that I think she's pretty. But remind her. Let her know you love her. Let her know that she's pretty. Remind her. So cherish your wife. That's good. That's real good. That's really important to us wives for you guys to let us know. We, you know, we think you guys love us. We think you guys cherish us. But to actually hear it will take you guys so much further Mm -hmm. than you know because we love we are emotional beings we love to hear it we love to see it we love to be loved on you know and like donatello said you know if you're not doing it it's somebody else out there that's willing to do it or make her feel special so make sure you know you loving your wife um making her feel special letting her know how beautiful she is letting her know how much you cherish her because that's going to take you a long way in your marriage and also wives i want to put in there too please 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 if you're anything like me and you're super independent (laughs) just know that you're gonna have to calm that down some because we need to let our husband be husbands right we need to let them be able to lead yes if you're independent you can do all this by yourself but god didn't put us on earth to be by ourselves so you know make sure if he's feeling down you encourage him you know if he's having a hard time with finances you encourage him let him know baby you can do this we got this i'm i'm right here behind you i'm right here beside you whatever you need i'm here no matter what you know, let me know what I can do to help you. 
Cause they need encouragement just like we need encouragement. Mm-hmm. So even if you know they having some bad days, which they might not want to say or might not want to show it, but they have bad days too, just like us. Right. So we have to be there for them and make sure you know your husband enough to know when he's going through something. And even if he acting like he don't want to open up, make him open up to you. I had to do that with Donatello a lot when we first got married. Make him open up because that's gonna help your marriage grow, especially in the beginning beginning stage. That communication is real important. So, ladies, make sure you 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 throw your independent ways down some, you know, so your husband can be the man. And don't be talking to them like they little boys. Right. You know, talk to them like they men. Um, let let them be your king. It's okay to let them, to let them be your king. Right. And that, that if they are doing the boys' things, you know, playing, you know, some some ladies, you know, like your husband might play games and. Husband like to do things that you consider to be boy-ish. Uh, but I think you have to learn to speak what you want him to become. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't actually have to tell him, but speak it into him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by you speaking it to him, you, you'll find that he'll slowly change into what you want him to become. But you can't down-talk him all the time. And make sure that you are slowly growing him growing him into the man that you would like him to become and slowly but surely may take uh, some months may take some years uh but he'll get there and he'll you'll start to see man that's the man that i want that's that's the guy and so working that into that that's good that's good because marriage is a two-way street it's just not one-sided you know the men shouldn't be doing all of the work they want to hear those same things i love you they want to hear the encouragement thank you (laughs) stop (laughs) they want to hear those things too no matter how much they might not say it but they still want to feel loved as well just like women do we as human beings as a nature want to feel some type of love want to feel some type of encouragement and empowerment from somebody and who who not best to get it from than the person that's walking side by side with you every single day. Okay. Cause once you get married, you're leaving your family and your family not walking side by side with you anymore. It's you and your spouse. And so y'all know what each other's going through. You know, the day to day from your husband or your wife, you know exactly how difficult it can be, especially like we're in a city and it's just us. We don't have any family here. It's just us. We are just out here living. And so, um, you know, we know what each other go through and no matter how much our family want to be here or no matter how much, you know, we call and we FaceTime, you know, it's different than being right in the same city with them. And so it's it marriage is a good thing, y'all. OK, it's a good thing. Let the Lord use you in your marriage. Let the Lord use you. Thank you both so much for joining us today and talking about marriage and how to live happily ever after. Thank you guys for having us. We enjoyed you guys. Hey, we hope you guys enjoyed those nuggets, those uh, good pudding that we put out there for you guys. Um, Not only for you, but it was also for ourselves. And so we appreciate you guys uh, hosting us today, uh, allowing us to come and speak to you guys and and just throwing out some things that we have experienced through our marriage. And hopefully uh, we can allow you guys to grow in such a same and spiritual way. What a conversation. Woo! And before we conclude, y'all know we can't conclude the episode without giving you scripture. May give the people the word of God. We'll do Mark 8, 6 through 10. 
But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife. And the two shall become one flesh. So they no longer are two, but one flesh. What, therefore, God has joined together, let no man separate. Yes, it's our prayer that you won't just endure your marriage, but that you will enjoy your marriage. Because there's a lot of things out there in society, um, in culture, and in Hollywood, etc. that try to paint this bad picture of marriage. But when you do it God's way, and if it's God's will for you to be married, you do it God's way, you keep him first. Marriage is a beautiful thing. But thank you so much for tuning in today. Be sure to share this episode with the couple that you want to see thrive in their marriage. But until next time, go be all that God has called you to be. And we all.